I don't know what I'm 
Shalom, 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 shalom. Shalom afternoon, people of God. Shalom afternoon, church. Ladies, I believe you're all doing well. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Wow. Thank God for your lives. By the special grace of God, myself and my family, we are doing well. God bless you, my daughter Van Elsie. May the Lord increase you in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. The Lord bless you, the royal the prince. God bless you, Papa Rosie. God bless you, Louisa Ishan. God bless you, Eunice Trekon. God bless you, Gertrude. God bless you, Eric. Blessing, God bless you, son. May the Lord increase you. Pat, Ibiniba, God bless you. Sophia Nielsen, God bless you. Kwame Dinobo, God bless you. Lynn Dennis, God bless you, of Mami. Wow. Erica, God bless you. Alice B, God bless you. Selom Letu, God bless you. Bennett, God bless you. Mauli, God bless you. Royal Prince, God bless you. Dominisha, God bless you. I think I like the name Dominisha. Yeah. It sounds like dominion to me. We give God praise. Hallelujah. God bless you. Wow. Sarah Ousu, God bless you. Sami Afari, God bless you. Francis Ousu, God bless you. Osofu. Afari Michael, God bless you. Nane J, God bless you. Upon Patricia, God bless you. Abigail Nyako, God bless you. Sandy, God bless you. Nakole, God bless you. Priscilla Kweku, God bless you. Ajua Becker, God bless you. Most of the times when the moment I start lunch prayer fire, Ajua Becker will be the first person to enter. Yeah, at first it used to be Akusia ADK, but now she's married. Yeah. Hey, I'm sure when our dear sister Ajuabeka also gets married, if you have a two minutes, I may have one, Nikunube Jana Mornings, who are joining. Hey, the whole are near for Hallelujah. Those who do not even understand, you are still laughing. I don't know what you heard and how you heard it. Amen. <laughs> uh, it's because everybody is laughing. Amen. Bending. If you can't beat them, join them. <laughs> Hallelujah. God bless you. Nana, God bless you. 
Princess Macarius, God bless you, my daughter. Priscilla Dudu, God bless you. In Jesus' mighty name. L Apostle Brintu, God bless you, man of God. God bless you. Dim Kunim, God bless you, my daughter. May the Lord increase his grace on you. Irene Eba, God bless you. God bless you. Wendy Gold, God bless you. Tracy, God bless you. Mami Ochirwa Hansen, God bless you. Hallelujah. God bless you all. So if you know you are part of the all, then you are part of the blessing. Hallelujah. Amen. God bless you. Amen. All right, the Lord bless you and keep all of you strong. I want to welcome all of you to this afternoon session of the lunch prayer fire experience. Here we experience the power of God in every dimension. Hallelujah. The Lord helps us through the teaching of his word. He helps us through prayer. He helps us through worship. He helps us even through the prophetic. Hallelujah. And we give God praise for his wonderful things that he's doing on this altar. We give him all the glory for the, the glorious testimonies that he keeps releasing even on this altar. We give him all the glory. Hallelujah. And I believe strongly that you are next in line to testify in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I said you are next in line to testify in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. All right, all right. For that reason, within the next five to ten minutes, let's take some testimonies. If the Lord has been good unto you and you want to testify to his glory, you can call in or type. Share your testimony with us. Let us know what the Lord has done for you. All right. Son, the royal Dakar prince is calling in. Shalom, son. I hope you are doing well. I think your voice is a bit far. Please, I'm getting my headphones now. All right, all right. Daddy, please, can you hear me now? Yeah, it's it's still low, but then it's a bit okay. Okay. Thank you. Very all right. Much. I think they've intentionally reduced the volume of those in the U.S. so that. They will not shout. I don't know how they are doing that. But then we take it like that. They say, yeah, we're African. All right, Santa, what has the Lord done for you? Like, be, like, come, we'll give you a counselor so I can make sure 
whatever you are doing is right or wrong or whatever. So I was giving a counsel and the counselor called me yesterday and she was like, um, we want you to actually apply for a job and like make sure you apply for five jobs every month. And I have some plans, so I really don't want to actually like apply now. I want mm. to do that after September. But she was saying that I should just apply so that um, every month I should just apply up to about six to five jobs. Mm. And even if I don't even get a job, I'm going to be paid around four k for not getting a job every month till I land a job. Ah. I don't understand. So I was just. That is aside the one I'm getting continuously for the rest of my life. Wow. For the rest of your life. Yeah, without working. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So so even without work, I'm okay, bro. But uh, uh, until I die. So the one I'm having right now is until I die. But this one is until I get a job, I'm going to be paid like um, uh, close to 4K. Wow. Until I get a job. Yeah. So I, I was yesterday, I was just asking, what is this? Like, I don't really understand. Mm. Yeah. Because I told you of a plan I want to actually, like, I want to do sure. before September. Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> I'm stuck now, but I just. All right. Don't worry. This one will talk. We'll talk we'll, I'll, I'll talk to you. Okay. Sure. Sure. Wow. Wow. We give God praise for what he's doing and get ready or other greater opportunities, God will surely blow your mind with massive things and you entrust into your hands kingdom wealth and whatever he has purposed for your life will surely come to pass. God bless you. You have to hurry up, come to Ghana and establish a new um, communication network. What the MTN people are doing to us here, we don't like it. And the Lord will open the heavens for you. God bless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We use it for kingdom assignment. We'll be obeyed the rough. Be near you in every so. The Lord bless you. May the Lord increase you, son. In Jesus' name, God bless you. Wow. Wow, amazing, amazing. I hope some some of you didn't hear what he said. But then I can also say all. But then, um. What God has done for him is amazing. To a point where that right now, even if he decides not to work again, the government is going to pay him an amount that is very close to 4K. If you don't know K, it is Kaswa. Not not Ghana cities, so don't be... Don't, don't be saying, oh, share. Close to $4,000 without working. Huh? Every man. So the, the, the time that Jesus calls him home, which is not anytime soon, because our brother will live and live for like 126 years. So from now to that time, every man. Now, you know that this is the working of the Lord. Without work, how much do they get? Some of them are even looking for more time, more hours to work. They are not getting it. They want to work, but the hours, no? 
that, that, that should let you know that this one is the calculation of the law. I'm telling you. And mostly, when my son testifies concerning these things, I, I always want all of us here to understand one thing. He's been one of the amazing gifts that the Lord has blessed my life and this ministry with. I'm telling you. And I believe that most of the things that he does for the things of God, they are actually the main reason why some of these doors are opening. When you begin to hear some of these testimonies, you know they are not normal. I don't know. I don't know if you have. Can't you sense that? Don't you know that this one is not a normal thing? It should let you know that this one is a special working of the hand of God. I'm telling you. And you see, we don't say some of these things to let people know. You see, some people, we live in a certain generation where whenever you are trying to, you know, um, let's say, honor somebody for what he has done, it becomes another problem. But then if only we are going to learn from these things, we will surely walk in what God has purposed us to do. I'm telling you. Hallelujah. I know perfectly it is because of some of the things that he does for the kingdom that God is opening these doors for him. It is better if you also have understanding and revelation like that and begin to do things for the kingdom. It is for your own good. Whether you get angry about it or not, it is not me. You are the one that is supposed to connect. Are you listening to me? Now you see, let me say this again. I know if you, if you get offended, we will take you to offense. Because it's your own, it's your own matter. You see, let's say somebody has been, been a blessing to a church and God opens a great door for the person. And the pastor is testifying that, oh, this, this lady has been a blessing to the church. And I believe that is the reason why God is opening great doors. Some of the church members will start talking. You see, they start saying, is she the only one that is helping the church? Instead of you to sit down and catch revelation from what is happening, you want to fight. That's the generation we find ourselves in. I'm telling you. That's the generation. See, instead of us to sit down, those times, people used to fight over doing something for their church. I'm telling you, those times, we to make planets or better third drums at my church. The following Sunday, another person will buy it. Now, she not. I will look for something that is much more expensive than this. Those are called to speaker. You know, you have to say, you know, you have to say. But in our generation, if someone buys it, say, hey, you say, you want to get a name, that's why you want to buy it. Where from this witchcraft spirit? Huh? This is the reason I keep telling that when it comes to giving, it is by understanding and revelation. Forget everybody. When they say you are showing off and you know deep inside your heart you are not, 
continue to do it. The blessings will show. Are you listening to me? Because it's so bad. It's so bad. May the Lord show us mercy in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Now some of you, let me tell you the truth. Sometimes when we begin to say these things, we think pastors want your money. Then all the pastors, when they want to chop our money, they will start seeing a long, some long story. Eh, pastor. May God have mercy on us. I said, may God have mercy on all of us. In the name of Jesus. Let me tell you one thing. Everything you do in God's kingdom, in the church, on this altar, you are doing it for your own destiny and for the destiny of the generations connected to you. Are you listening to me? You are not doing it for anybody, for yourself and the generations connected to you. If you have this understanding, you will not be offended by anything. You can't come and say, eh, when I give this amount, people started seeing the, eh, because I want to show, so I won't give again. It means you lack understanding. You play drums in church. Some people say you are too known, you are playing the drums. The way you, you, you will be nodding your head, it looks like you, you own everything. They say, I won't play drums again. It is a good thing. You know, some people will talk and say, the way you sing in church, it looks like you own the church. Hey! Then sister too will be angry. I won't sing again. Why is it that you don't know who you are singing for and to? You think you are doing it for pastor. Once you drop the microphone, you lose a place in the kingdom. If you don't, if you don't understand, I'm telling you. Are you listening to me? Whatever you have made up, some of you, it is actually God by his spirit that is, you know, pushing you to sow certain seeds. And some of them, eh, let me tell you, some of the seeds that God will push you to sow, he will push you to come out and say it. Sometimes you would want to do the thing kululu, you know, in a simple way. God will say, no, come out, take the microphone, say you are giving this amount. God himself will. He will tell you to do that. Now, in the ears of many men, they will think you want to show off. But you know what God has told you. If you decide to keep it cool and not voice it out, you might be losing a certain percentage of the blessing that accompanies what you are sowing. Are you listening to me? I'm telling you. So when God tells you, come out and say it, 
Don't do it your way. Because every specific way God gives to you concerning what to do, there is a blessing attached to it when you obey. So the money that you gave, but you didn't come out to say it the way God... Sometimes God will tell you, don't say it. Sometimes he will tell you, come, take the microphone and say you are giving this amount. The amount might sound huge in the ears of men. And they might think and say other things. But what they are thinking and saying is not your matter. You are just obeying the voice of God. If you think God will always let you do things in a way that will feel better to you, you will miss a lot of things in this life. I'm telling you. You know, way back in our local church, when you come out to say, oh, um, I'm, I'm giving this as my sacrifice. When you mention the amount, the moment we close service, 14 people will line up. They will all come and tell you their stories. My daughter's school fees, so this one too will come. I don't even know. Light bill. They say everybody will line up. Because of that, people have decided they will not mention the amount. But listen, if God tells you to mention it, go and mention it. Are you listening to me? I remember I was going for a certain meeting and I prepared a seed. Once I was praying over the seed, God said, when you go, say it. Now, the seed was very huge. He said, say it. He said, ah. In fact, I battled within myself. Ah. I nearly stopped saying it. <laughs> but then I voiced it out. When we closed the service, People had lined up, man of God. Oh, thank you. You are so much of a blessing to our destinies. We thank God for your life. But man of God, hmm. whenever they want to ask for something, they will lower their voice. But when they are blessing you, ah, man of God, you are the greatest blessing I've ever seen. But man of God, um, things are not really going well. Hey, people, people. You think, we, you think we don't know people? And what people have done to men of God, eh? when people come to men of God for money, in their minds, the man of God can never say no. They don't care whether you are married with children. They don't care whether you have paid 15 people school fees. They don't care. As for man of God, every day you have money. And when we ask, you cannot say no. Because if you say no, your matter will go to Oyeripah FM. They will take you to Antena. Hey! That this man, he calls himself a man of God. He just needed 20,000 Ghana. Just, you are calling 20,000 Ghana cities just. Go and ask your uncle if he will get some for you. <laughs> Hallelujah. I see, many men of God have been pushed to the wall. They can't talk. Because there are plenty of people who are saying nonsense about men of God. Because they, they went to men of God for money. And you see, some of these, you see, there is something that God does with men of God. When a man of God is not financially sound, he cannot voice it out. 
Because there are many people who are looking up to him. They are following him as the man is following Christ. So you see, you can, sometimes when you are not even feeling well, you can't say it. Because the moment you say it, the people say, ah, you that we are following, you are not going to say we are dead. Though. It will destroy the faith of others. Now we are not saying we, the people should look at us as a standard. But then we are an example. That is what the word of the Lord says. We are the epistles of Christ. So people read us to know who Christ actually is. So when people want to know that Christ is a healer, they must actually see health in our lives. So there are moments where as human beings we are knocked off by certain sicknesses. We are not supposed to show it as pastors. Because once you do that, you will destroy the faith of many people. These are some of the things some pastors go through that they can't talk about. That's why I always tell people, be very careful when you are speaking against a pastor. Because if God is just giving you a, a, a small portion of some of the things pastors are going through, and he's placing it on your life, I know some of you tend to clap, clap boys right now. You go to the club and you start telling, you throw the Bible away. I'm telling you. If you will not celebrate a man of God, if you won't celebrate him, don't speak against him. It will be for your own good. Are you listening to me? The moment we start talking about men of God, we live in a generation where there is a spirit that is always ready to fight against servants of God. And the problem is, some of these spirits manifest through other servants of God and Christians. I'm telling you. So if you're a believer and you are not sensitive to the Holy Spirit's promptings, you end up hating somebody. Be very careful. Live in a generation where when a man of God is pulling a lot of crowd by the, by the way of the Spirit, another man of God who is not getting that masses will get angry and start saying nonsense. See, oh, this man is not from God. And you are from your brother-in-law. <laughs> oh, Lydia, Didi, how are you? God bless you. Hallelujah. You see, the men of God will start talking nowadays. You will know. Because some of them. They have been pushed to the wall. They are suffering. I'm telling you, they are suffering, Papa. I remember one time a certain woman that I spent a lot of money on. Hey! This woman has a husband. But she was not getting any money from the husband. When it's time for her children to pay their fees, she will, she will come to church. Man of God, things are not going well. Then we'll pay the fees. 
dresser. But then, there was a moment when she came. We as a church we were struggling to pay. The, <laughs> oh yes, Jehovah. The money we needed to pay for the auditorium, we didn't get. That was the same period the woman came for money. And I said, Mommy, things are, things are not okay. So kindly wait. Hey, the woman got umuni and etikukum. Why? All of, we started hearing things. The woman was going about telling people that the pastor, hey, All those times we were paying the fees there. This same, I don't want to say this part. If I say it, many of you will know the kind of woman I'm talking about. Also, for George was there, Pastor George. I'm telling you. Sometimes the money we would have to <laughs> use to pay for prepaid, we will not get. Then the man who we are tapping that the, the, the electricity from, the man who just, sometimes when we are having church service, he will just go and put off the meter. <laughs> we have to go and beg him for 30 minutes. The man will not say anything. Hey! Sometimes he will put off the meter and the meter was inside the house. He will put off the meter and lock the door and go out. Whilst we are having chest service, you go there, the door will be locked. Sometimes people will come and say, if you call, you call yourself a man, we are very anointed. Look at what is happening. Can't you command the light to come on? You will be commanding things. <laughs> you know, when people see a man of God that is suffering, they say, ah, God has not called him. Because if God has called you, you will not suffer. Try and step into ministry small. You will see. Oh, they try. Come. You will see. Come. Yes, they want him. <laughs> Come and join. You will know. <laughs> that is some of these struggles eh, are the reason why some men of God have gone outside the path of God. I'm telling you, some of these struggles, some some men of God have struggled, Papa. You see, when I begin to cast my mind back to about six years back then, ah, remember those times when we were struggling? I was struggling to get money to pay for my rent. Then two of my daughters came. One was ready to go to senior high school. One was also ready to go to the tertiary institution. Yeah, both of them, they don't have, their parents are gone. Everything is on my neck. I had to get money for fees, buy food stuff. <laughs> now, these ladies, these two daughters of mine, at that point, the enemy was so much after them. Because there were guys that were trying to push them outside, you see, so that they can give them money. But you, the one, the man of God that is helping them to come out of the path of, un- of ungodliness, if you do not have the requisite money to keep them and push them to focus on what God has called them to do, problems will come. 
This is why this, this thing called being a man of God is not only by anointing. No. I'm telling you. The, the, most of the things we do, I'm telling you. Most of the things we do as men of God is not about anointing at all. We will suffer. God will use us to be a blessing to somebody. The person will get a, a, a great place to stand. And when the person decides to show appreciation, other people will not be happy. Why are you giving this amount of money to a pastor? Instead of you to, to, to build something and you know create jobs for people. You, are, you, you treat so, create jobs for who? How many jobs have you created in the world? How many jobs? Huh? Right now, the pastors, we will talk. We will talk. How many people have you paid their school fees? How many? <laughs> we will talk, man. We will talk. Because there are some of them, if you say, oh, let's leave them, you know, karma will deal with There's no karma. You don't know. He then is saying, Kama, Kama, Kama. God will show this person beautiful and Kamaful mercy. Hmm. Hallelujah. He says, Some people, according to their plan, a man of God should suffer. If you're a man of God and you are just struggling, that is when some people will be happy. Then they will look at you and say, Hey, so far, so far, so far, so far, Walking in some blessings, you start saying nonsense. Where did you get that money from? As a pastor, what do you do? What work are you doing? Where did you get that money from? As a pastor, the spirit of the Lord came upon you. The Holy Ghost sent from heaven. I told you. In the year 2018, I prophesied to a young man and I told him that you are going to win American Lottery. 2018, like five years now. And the guy believed, not knowing that by then he had actually, you know, applied for these things. The very following week, the guy received a message that he had won American Lottery. He went to the American embassy for his um, visa and everything. He went to the States. I didn't hear anything from him. I didn't hear. In this year, 2023, January, I was there when a certain class one something something called me. When I answered the call, he said, oh, man of God, how are you? I said, I'm fine. He said, oh, do you remember that you prophesied to me in the year 20? I said, oh. Brother, brother, 
You know, you told me that I'm going to win American lottery and man of God. Exactly a week after the prophecy, I won. I'm in the United States right now. I've been here for like five years. I was just there and the Lord began to speak to me about it. So I just decided to send a little token. Exactly a week after the prophecy, the list came and he won. A little token, people of God. When the little token was sent, my account began to to breathe in and breathe out. Jesus. Now, this one, somebody will look at me and say, where did you get that money from? What, what work have you done to deserve this? I'm telling you. You see, may God help us. May God help all of us in Jesus' mighty name. I know there are pastors who are using ways and means to take money from people. I know. Some of them, when they want money, they will call you and say, Ah, I've seen a vision. In the vision, I saw this, I saw that. And most of the times, when they want to take money, they won't prophesy good. Because they know the good you won't sow. But when they prophesy something, say, ah, I saw Satan entering your house. Hey, oh, he didn't even say a demon. Satan himself entering your house. And the moment Satan enters, I saw thick darkness covered the house. Sister, we need to pray. Mm, mm, mm. And when they do them mm, three times, you know that, Charlie. You will. <laughs> Hallelujah. See, sister, you need to, we need to buy some things. So we need to buy Florida water. You know, it will be on my fake frame until see Papa Pano is around 350 cities until the far away. Okay, can you have money? Just say. See, can another person or the Tarsasi? You see, Dino or Saji. But the one that will prophesy to you and speak the mind of God and say, Go, you are blessed in Jesus' name. When things go well, you won't even mind him. God spoke through somebody to be a blessing. It's normal. It's in the scriptures. Jesus healed ten lepers. Only one came back to show appreciation. Only one. So it's normal. It's not because of those ungrateful people that will change what God has called us to do. We are going to speak the mind of God as it is. You know, <clears throat> some churches, when you go there, before, when the prophet is able to mention the first letter of your name, maybe you are Erica. He says, ah, I don't know why I'm seeing E on your forehead. You say, yes, America. You are in trouble. You will pay. You will pay for the E. 
You can say, you know what? You can say that form. Let me be able to mention your full name. Ah, that day you will remove your, your, your sandals, sell and give the money to the pastor. <laughs> you don't know. You can say, you know what? You love your creator, you're saying. Oh, merciful Lord. Now, you see, the thing is, you see the thing. Those are the places we want to. When a man is genuine, he will speak the mind of God to you and not use any dubious means to chinchim your hand for your money. You don't like that good place. People don't like it when they go to any place and the man of God will tell them. If it is in your power, by understanding to give this amount, come, let me pray for you. People don't like that. They don't like it when you are supposed to hear the Holy Ghost for yourself to know what he's saying concerning the amount of seed you are supposed to sow. There are people, the Holy Ghost will even tell them to give beyond what the man of God has said. That is a personal revelation. People don't like that one. Then the pastor went to a church. And when he was prophesying to certain people, he found out the, the works they were doing. Got to know that one works at a mining company. The other one, two works at a, um, an oil company. The other one, two owns this business. This, this. So all those people that were connected to places where money will come from. The man said, see me after service. <laughs> and he said, mawu. Ah, the Lord has shown me something. I can't see it now. See me after service. You are dead, though. You are dead. And I know none of my sons will engage in that kind of criminal. Oh, yeah, me, 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 too. Are you listening to me? By the grace of God, I have a lot of. Police people as as my friends. If I catch you using ways and means to take money from somebody, after disowning you, I'll let them arrest you. You can't use Subai Hunubia to destroy the name that God by his grace has built for this lineage. I listen to that somebody will just pick any of the numbers on the EMI worldwide platform and say, ah, I saw something about it. The Lord said, bring something we need to put. Then some of you too will be shaking. Yes, man of God. Yes, man of God. Yes, man of God. And you will not tell me. Then you are paying money to some. Now, me chewa, one kasana who's worth two years can occur and make me show once we are done, you, the person that paid the money, I'll get a place for you in Kaswa for you to stay for the next two years.
busy eBay. Eh, you stay there. Yes, that, that is your prison for the next two years. Next time, you won't succumb to deception again. Someone said, Papa, Kaswa people, what can we do to compensate you? Oh, no, this one, there's no compensation. This is you, Swaba. The more now you to etch, you to be who now money woman is no Shalom. The Lord, I'm saying these things for a reason. Are you listening to me? Let me tell you this. Okay. When God speaks to you, if you are at any place like this place, nobody will call you and tell you who we to are no. You see. When God speaks to you to sow, you know this is God clearly. Are you listening to me? Whenever you begin to sense that, do as the Lord has told you. Because the blessing that God has planned to give to you, I don't know about it. It is the step of faith he will tell you to take that will open you up to experience it. Are you listening to me? Yes. That is the reason why you see the best thing you can ever get is the ability to hear God for yourself. Because sometimes when somebody hears God for you, it will look like the person is trying to deceive you. So whenever somebody says something that God says you should do this, at least you should have an ear in you that will confirm whether what the person is saying is true or not. Are you following? Good. So learn how to hear God. Learn how to hear God. It is not difficult. You just need to be very sensitive spiritually. And how are you going to be sensitive? Now, it is a practice. It is not something that I'll tell you now, then it happens. No, it's a practice. It is something we go through as a process. It's a progressive thing. You have to first teach yourself on how to shut down the noise that is in your soul. Are you listening to me? There are many things in your soul that will try to, you know, battle with the word of God and the voice of God that is coming to you. Maybe you are believing God for the fruit of the womb for some time, for years, now you are not getting it. That one alone can trouble your soul for years. Even when you start praying, no, then all those thoughts will be running through your mind. Now, if all these things occupy your mind, you will find it very difficult to clearly hear God. You are believing God for a husband. 
you, are, you think you are growing old. Plenty, you see, the pressure will be coming from your family. Plenty voices here and there. You, you end up, so you see, you can be very quiet physically, but your soul is making plenty noise. And understand that when God speaks, it travels from your spirit into your soul. So when somebody is calling you in the midst of plenty noise, how will you hear the person's voice? So the main reason why we cannot hear God is not because God is not speaking, but it's because there, there's so much noise in our soul. And we need to make sure we shut all those noise. Are you following? If you're able to shut that noise, it doesn't matter where you are physically, you can hear God. Have you ever seen people sleeping on a speaker that is actually playing sounds? <coughs> a young guy went to the club, Charlie. Speaker you know those times when we used to go to Huitim. Those of you who are born in East Legon and some, you know, you don't know what Huitim is. Those times eh, when we used to live in a compound house, we used to go to this um, public toilet. Sometimes very early in the morning, Besalai. With me, Dilai, and now a few cries, you are, you are, hey! Just me delay to two hours. Now we really feel. I'm a person in Kerchi, you know, but it will, it will not, it will not sound. Somebody will be offended. <laughs> I remember one time, just a medical issue for about one or twenty minutes. My late for school. I got the chance to enter. Just a man be. Papa no kutu adeno so na odi ni teatre wo no ho na wada And I remember that papa no tell me me ko deal ki mi so for frono na fi na papa na wure inside and I stayed there for like 1 hour 20 minutes there and say o ko tenas 1 hour 20 minutes umpie wada All these smells entering in and you know, the public, some of you have not been to public way before. You see? You know, your friend, Yane, Yane. Some of you have not been to villages before, so you don't understand. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. We say, man of God, I see. I'm saying it. If you don't want to hear it, block your ears. The Lord has helped some of us. <laughs> Amen. And sometimes when you, you realize that the queue is very long, there's a certain bush that you just challenge, challenge. And that bush, if you go there and they catch you, you are in trouble. Sometimes we're trying to sneak into the bush. I remember some time ago, I, I traveled to one village to visit some of my family members way back. 
When I returned back to the house, one early morning, I, so I spent like a month in the village. When I returned, I, I wanted to go to the bush, you know, to make things well. When I got there, a certain church had bought the land. Jesse, you are to foundation. Ah, yes. Hey. She said, they spoiled all my plans. <laughs> and within two months, Jesse, you have picture sorry, Daniel, you come and that's the church of this man of God, Prophet Francis Quartin. I believe some of you know that man of God. That man will not use six months to build church. He will use like two, three months. He will just raise the edifice. Yes, House of Power Ministries. May the Lord bless us in the name of Jesus. It is my prayer that the Lord will cause you to be spiritually sensitive. Some of you, your problem is social media. You just can't drop your phone for 30 minutes. It looks like you will die. That's the issue. That many of you, that's your problem. Now, we don't see anything wrong with it. But it has killed many things in our lives. Some of you, if your phone falls down and you get the screen broken and maybe for like a week you don't use a phone. I said they will be wood. I said, we I know, I know what I'm talking about. Meanwhile, there are some of us, some struggles we went through. Eh? At times, we wanted our phones to, to spoil. <laughs> so that at least we can get time to pray. I pray that the Lord will help us. That addiction we have towards our phones, may the Lord help us and grant us grace even to come out of it in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. So if you can stay on Instagram for three hours, Instagram, three hours, three hours. Oh, may the Lord show us mercy. I want to pray for all of us this afternoon concerning marital glory. Marital glory. Hallelujah. Whether you are married or you are believing God to marry or things are not going well in your marriage, anything, anything that concerns relationship and marriage, I want to pray for you this afternoon that the Lord will grant you grace. That the Lord will show you great mercy in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Let me tell you one thing. Marriage is a good thing. No matter what you see in this world concerning marriage, 
it is a very good and glorious thing. The problem many of us have is that first we don't understand the purpose of marriage from the perspective of God. Once we get to understand that, you will know that the enemy will surely come after your marriage with so many things. But then it is your responsibility to make sure that that marriage works. Are you following? Good. Now listen. Let me first say this to those who are believing God for marriage. First, I'm talking about the category of people who are yet to enter into a relationship. The first question you need to ask yourself is this. Am I ready? Am I ready to enter into the relationship? Now, what makes somebody ready for a relationship? Forget about age. It's not a factors in the whole Are you listening to me? Forget about it. Hey, man of God, I'm not growing any younger. The age in the when you know the You first need to understand why. What it means to be ready for a relationship. What does it mean? Okay, man of God, you are saying that we should be ready for a relationship before we enter. What, what is the readiness? What shows that someone is ready for a relationship? Listen to me. The first thing is this. As a man, let me talk to the men first. You need to understand the purpose that God has for your life. Or even a woman. There are many of us here who do not even know what God has called us to do. But you are already in four years relationship. Four years old. You know those times I used to. When I watch movies and I see that somebody has been in a relationship with somebody. Ah, for like five years. And later the person will just bring out a ring. And kneel on one knee. And say, will you marry me? Then the lady will be like, oh my God, oh my God, I never expected this. Oh. Sometimes I'll be like, ah, so the five years now, no more relationship. What were you expecting? You see the thing? It was later I realized that they were just friends. But some of the people, look, when you look at the kind of friendship part they have, some people have, have even miscarried babies in the friendship. Some of them have actually gone for abortion in the friendship without knowing whether they will marry each other or not. What kind of stupid friendship is that? Huh? Now, for far born And let me tell you, many people 
including Christians, are in this kind of thing. We call DT. Later I realized that when the people who brought the word dating, to them, what dating actually means is not the way Africans understand it. Are you listening to me? When these people say dating, it means friendship. And you see, you can't stop somebody from befriending 20 people. When it is friendship, you can have plenty friends. And then you cry a date. In a way, we understand that. It is either 1st January 2023 or it's a date. I'm going on a date with a friend. That is what it means. Let's have some meals, nice one then. Let's talk. Okay, so now Sometimes people rather show interest in others after they've listened to what these people will say on the date. <laughs> Are you listening to me? Some people can go on a date, sit down. Some of them can even dance. But Africa here, no, you don't dance that kind of thing. You can't be holding somebody. You are looking straight into the person's eyes for 10 minutes. Are, are you listening to me? We don't have... <laughs> then we are changing ourselves. I'm looking into your eyes for five minutes. Oh, no. That's what we do here in Africa. That's why we, we just... We go extreme in every simple thing. Are you following? Some of the things I'm about to say, maybe your pastors might not tell you, but I want to say it. If that's your problem, but I want to say it. It will help you. If you find out that you are in any of these categories I'm making mention of, repent. Because you are on the way of destroying your destiny. Are you listening to me? Before somebody can tell you, I love you, that we all know that that I love you is not the normal love. Because there are so many kinds of love. And I've taught us that. We have the agape kind of love. The unconditional love of God. It's not based on any condition. We have the filial kind of love. Which speaks of brotherly love. The love you have for your brethren. We have the romantic kind of love. Are you following? Yes, that is the eros. Then we have one, it's called stuga. That one too is another kind of love. So when somebody says, I love you, ask the person, which kind of love do you love me with? That's why mostly in church we say, I love you with the love of the Lord. 
Are, are you following? Say, I love you. Which kind, wait, wait. Which kind of love? Ask the person. You think love is just one thing. When the person says, I love you, then you begin to feel butterflies in your belly. Some of the any telling here, I love you. Say, oh, really? Are you sure? Just when the cartier him put that. You have already fallen. Are you serious in destiny? Let's see, let me tell you. There are people like that too. Some people have that kind of defect. Unless they don't hear anything that sounds emotionally and romantically, you know. They, they, they will just fall right now. That's a serious disease. Yes, we need to pray for you. Because if we don't pray for you, come to a certain point where you become a loose person. That anybody will have his or her way in your life. That's dangerous. I met a certain young lady. Once I was ministering to her, I saw plenty of guys around her. And the Lord told me that these are all her boyfriends. I said, what? I said, ah, who is Michael? She said, my boyfriend. Who is Johnson? My boyfriend. And she was not ashamed. Who is this, my boyfriend? I said, I counted 14. He said, yeah, they are all my... I said, what? What is wrong with you? He said, man of God, you know, when, when any guy proposes to me and I want to say, no, I feel bad for the person. I don't know. Sometimes when I say, no, I don't know, I'll, I'll be thinking, so, yeah, so right now, what, what, is, what, what does he feel? Yeah, so I just have to say yes. I said, we need to pray for you. We had to pray for him. And later I realized that it was a spell that was casted on the family. Her mother also went through the same thing. The mother has six children from different fathers. Six children, different fathers. Now the family is separated. We need, they say, this one hates this one. They just say, issues. It's a spell. There is a spell that can be casted on a lady. She'll be so loose. And the enemy will use that as an avenue to destroy her destiny. So you really have to be careful. First, discover what God has called you to do as a man or a woman. Okay? Let me tell you, especially the ladies, never be desperate for a relationship. Never. Are you listening to me? You see, men are men. Whenever a lady is desperate, they see it. And if you are not, if you are not, I don't know how to say it. If God doesn't help you for you to meet a good man, any man that sees that you are desperate will take advantage of you. I'm telling the truth. If you don't meet a man that fears God, men will take advantage of you. Especially, I want to talk to those of my daughters who are in the diaspora. You are in the UK, you are in the US, you are in Canada. Sometimes it looks like the marriages of some of these people will delay a bit because so they are working, working. And you see, they don't really get time to have this social kind of life. So they don't really meet people. 
hours. So they don't really get time to mingle with good men. So by the time they realize, some of them will be 33 years and pressure will be coming from the family. Now they want to marry. So this kind of desperacy will now hit them. That is when you see the Tibonkoso guys. Those who are on Instagram, oh lady, you look beautiful. Oh, thank you. Can I have your contact? I don't know, but I sense the Lord. But then the Lord said, You So I beg you, some of these guys that are in Ghana, I remember I entered into a relationship with a certain lady in the United States of America. And when I made up my mind that we should marry, <laughs> the lady told her mother, and the mother said, where is, where is that guy? And then, oh, she's, he's in Ghana, he's a pastor. The woman said, Jesus. In fact, when the lady called me back and told me what the mother said, I said, Nel so bain. I've not said, Nel so bain. Wintin, I mean, Nel so bain. Abla. But the thing entered me, pa. <laughs> hey. Hallelujah. The entire shame and he said, that was not my plan. But then I knew that that relationship, God was not in it. Because God told me I shouldn't enter. And I entered. God showed me how it will end. I decided to pray on my own by the anointing on my head as a prophet to change the plan of God. <laughs> the Lord looked and said, see that young fool destroying his destiny. <laughs> and in fact, the end actually happened exactly as the Lord revealed it to me. Now you see, I see this to be an intervention from heaven. Because only God knows what would have happened if I forced my will over the will of God to enter into marriage with the lady. The lady is not a bad person. But because of my disobedience towards the word of God, maybe would have ended up in a pit. So the people that were, that were on the boat traveling, they were good people. But because Jonah disobeyed the voice of God, they all had to pay for it. Are, are you following? That is why sometimes when somebody disobeys God and becomes your friend, you, you have to be very careful.
Now, some of you listening to me, there, there is a lady you are in a relationship with. God actually told her, through her father in the Lord, that she should take her time. She shouldn't enter into a relationship. Are you? When you said, I love you, she said, okay, I love you too. And you started the relationship. Well, Musa. And you are not in the relationship. Now things are not going well. And you don't know what to do. Some of you, the reason why your relationships got broken is because you actually disobeyed God's voice. That's all. And it is a way that God is using to help you. Because sometimes God will break your heart to save your soul. you following i know some of you have issues of breakup <laughs> and if i tell you some of the issues of breakup some of you <laughs> a young man received a broken heart and charlie he went to buy fufu and he poured pepsodent on it he began to eat the fufu with the pepsodent President Bako, meaning you may go for this. Hey, one lady got broken, has a chess one name of crack. Who's my baby bash in a chair and work in a crown and chip? It's not easy. It's like, I'm not the one that caused it to. I was just doing everything I was supposed to do. I don't know why he man told me that. Sometimes some of these children will laugh. Sometimes they will cry. <laughs> then the mother will know. Hallelujah. Some of you want to know whether I've experienced broken heart before. Oh, sure, definitely. I know the informer send the details in your massem. I'm teaching. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Somebody said, Oh, yes, we know that story. Keep it to yourself. Huh? Some of you, you want me to write, I am not Seto Usu, but I won't write. Hallelujah. So please, young man, be very careful. Are you listening to me? Young lady, don't be desperate for a relationship or marriage. Never be desperate. Are you listening to me? Just pray through your marital destiny, but don't be desperate. Yeah? You have to build up yourself in a way that any man that will end up in a relationship or marriage with you will consider himself to be very blessed. That is the way a woman must carry herself. 
And let me tell you this. It doesn't matter whether you have already given birth before as a lady. You can still do this. Are you listening to me? I'm telling you. I know a certain lady who has given birth. But the way the lady carries herself now, some big men want to marry her. But still she says, no, I want to hear God. I'm telling you. The child of that lady is in JHS something. She, she, she conceived at a very tender age. She has trained the child. I'm telling you. A lady, she has trained the child. Eh? The way that young boy fears God. When I met the boy and I realized that the mother was not even married. I said, hey, what kind of, what kind of lady is that? I'm telling you, you know that some people when they give birth, sometimes some of the ways that they are, they are, the fathers of these children will treat the women, they develop this kind of hatred unconsciously towards men. But this lady was different. I knew she has allowed herself for the Holy Ghost to work on her. She respected every man. In fact, her respect for men of God alone is just amazing. And she has trained the child. Hi. So it doesn't matter whether you have a baby or not and you are not married. You can still keep yourself in the way that the Lord wants you to keep. And men will run after you and do everything to gain you as a treasure. Are you listening to me? So first, discover what God has called you to do. And after discovering that, start praying into it. Read, study. Are you listening to me? This state of singleness is, is the best thing you can ever experience. I'm telling the truth. There are many things in life, if you want to learn them in marriage, because sometimes what you don't know as a single person, if you want to learn it in marriage, it will not come in the way that it, it should have come when you were single. It will come as a blow. Are you listening to me? Yes. Sometimes if you want to learn patience in marriage, what your spouse will do to you before you build up that patience, eh? if care is not taken, you will leave the marriage. Meanwhile, you can build this easily once you are single. You need to build a lot of character things in your single state. Are you listening to me? And that is why the best companion you need as a single person is the Holy Ghost. He's the one that will fish out everything that is in you that does not align to the will of God. And he will now train you on what to do. When you meet a man who has allowed the Holy Ghost to work on him in a single state, yeah, as a woman, you just say, I'm telling you, when you marry a man that fears God and knows how to talk to a woman and will never do any nonsense, knows how to say, I'm sorry, and quickly repents from any mistake that he has made. If you meet a man like that, you will know that Jesus is God. 
I'm telling you. Eh? Some men can prove to you that God is real by their character. I'm telling you, you can meet somebody like that. Eh? Sometimes you can. One hot thing say, no. What we are, me worry, you can wake up at dawn and look at him, sir. He say, God, thank you for this blessing. I'm telling you. Because some men are very different. Because at every point in time, when they make any mistake, they will come to you. I'm sorry, I did this. I'm so sorry. And you see, they will go to God. You see, some men, some men fear God. I'm telling you. But some men, hmm, forget about it. <laughs> I'm telling you, some men, once they come close to their wife and their wives in, oh, today they I'm tired, I'm tired. The next day, they are with Akusia Dumpo. The very next day. Sometimes they even the same day, within that same hour. Once again, you say, Oh, I'm tired, I'm tired. Hey, eh, is that what you are doing to me? Is that what you are doing to me? Okay, okay, we shall see. You will leave. Sometimes you go to work on Monday and return on Thursday. I'm telling you. And some of them say, eh, but as a man, you need, to, you need to have authority. As a man, you need to rule in your family. So whatever you want is what you get. Stop that nonsense. That is not what a man is. Are you listening to me? The way we, we, we do this thing called marriage, and some, let me tell you this. What makes marriages difficult? Are you listening to me? What makes marriages difficult? Most of the issues come from our character. And that is the reason there is something called self-development. And you, it is easy for you to build yourself, develop yourself, character development in the state of your singleness. It will help you. Me, when I was planning to get married, I, I decided to pray. It was then that the Holy Ghost began to tell me things that were in me that I didn't know. Because now was rana katasu. You see that thing? When I go to any place, I'll prophesy. People will be clapping. So I thought I was perfect. But when I began to pray, Lord, as I'm about to marry, help me. Immediately the Holy Ghost started speaking. Hey, 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 my friend. You have this issue of pride. Deal with it. I began to work on myself. Started reading books. So I said, hey, daddy, you, I'm telling you, you see, the way the Holy Ghost will speak to you, eh, if you look at yourself at that moment, you, you, you say he's a liar. Meanwhile, he's the one that is supposed to guide you into all the truth. called the spirit of truth. <laughs> he doesn't lie. 
Whatever, that, even if the Holy Ghost tells you that, Sami, you are a lady, you have to believe it. Maybe I know you're Samuel and I wouldn't need Hallelujah. Some of your problem is this. You think somebody is going to work on you in marriage. That's the reason why many people cannot stay married. You, we know the devil is attacking marriages, relationships, everything. For now, let's put the devil aside. We know how to deal with the devil. We are not ignorant of his devices. But let's work on ourselves first. After that, we know how to deal with the devil. We know. Because if you always pray against the devil and your character is not in alignment, you will ne- nothing will change. I'm telling the truth. Nothing will change. Even if a big door opens through your prayer, you will shut it by your character. Are you getting it? Work on yourself. There are some of you young ladies... When you see something and you want it, nobody changes your mind. I want to get this shoe. I want to buy it. 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 Nobody changes your decision. Now, you see, as good as it is to you, whenever you are working with another person, it is evil. So, some of you in your single state, you decide where you want to sleep on your bed. Of you in your single state, your bed. Before the, the next morning, you will sleep at every angle. 45 degrees south. Uh, 90 degrees east and west. Every place. You, let's say, almost 6 a.m. No other baby is 3. Now you are married with your husband on the bed. You can't be sleeping like that. At you kill somebody's son. That means before you marry, learn how to sleep. <laughs> Are you listening? Learn how to sleep. Do you have to nine wardrobe If you do that for the next seven days, you can still sleep at one spot. Do you know that sleeping position has caused divorce? Yes, even snoring has caused divorce. I'm telling you, and you might get in snoring. That's what I mean, snoring. Some people, some people can snore. Now you see, this matter, it is not, sometimes the reason why people snore first is because maybe they are too tired. When they sleep, when after, you know, they've done a lot of things and they are tired, snoring can come in. Secondly, 
the sleeping position can also bring that. It is the third one that makes it a certain kind of sickness. So there's a sickness like that. There are certain people, when they are very fine, they are not tired and they sleep, you will never hear anything. But when they are tired and they sleep, eh, it's like we have sparked a certain motto. It comes in voices. Someone said, enduring pregnancy. Oh, yes. Pregnancy can bring a lot of things in women. The first thing, it will give them acrobatic kind of nose. Once your nose is increased in size, you will demand a lot of oxygen from the atmosphere. That's why sometimes when you are living in the same room with a pregnant woman whose nose has become big, it will be better to so overpay oxygen. Yes, you are honest. <laughs> Amen. Remember, I saw a picture of a certain woman when she was single and when she, she got pregnant in her marriage. Hey! When I looked at the nose, what? When I met you, pussy, you pussy. listen to me. So please, marriage is a good thing. God has purposed marriage for us to reveal his glory. Are you following? The easiest way for us to become like Christ is through marriage. And it is the easiest way to reveal the very nature of God, of love, that is in marriage. That's the first purpose of marriage. But right now, many of us have developed our own purpose for marriage. Some women marry because they want somebody to take care of them. You don't know that they are actually helpers who are supposed to go and help somebody. You see? So there are many women, when they get money, they will never marry any man that they have money more than. Some women are like that. And the men too don't really want to marry women who have money more than them. Right now, plenty ladies with plenty money cannot marry. Because this whole thing about be an authority kind of play. See, the man wants to show that, yes, I'm the man of the house. You see? So to him, the woman actually is supposed to be a bit down in finance so that he will be up. And he will, he will show his crutchy powers. That's not how things work. All the time. 
Are you listening to me? How many of us here know what God has called us to do? If you know your assignment on earth, let me see your hand. Okay. If you know your assignment on earth, you might not know into details, but then there is what we call the overview of what God has said concerning you. When you get a book, you buy a new book. Sometimes you don't really know what is written in the book, but then you can turn the back of the book and just read something, you see. Okay, okay. I think many of us are aware. Okay, all right. Now, those of you who know what God has called you to do, and if you are in a relationship, do you know what God has called your partner to do? Or does your partner, him or herself, know what God has declared on their lives? Some of you, that is your problem. But the person that you are, so, you are in a relationship with, the person himself, God, does he know? So how are you able to choose? Because before you choose somebody, you have to make sure that the person's destiny aligns with yours. This is the reason many people are suffering. But one to the other person. So now, some of you, according to your destiny, you are supposed to be traveling people. You'll be traveling from one country to the other. But the person you are in a relationship with, God has given that person an assignment in a stationary place. Stay in Ghana and do it. And you, you are supposed to be traveling around. How can both of you stay together? Are you listening to me? Some of you, the assignment that you have if you try to marry a man of God, you will fail in the marriage. Mm. Some of you too, the assignment you have, if you don't marry a man of God, you will fail. So you see, marrying a man of God is not always a blessing. Sometimes it is a distraction to your destiny. No matter how good that the man of God is in character, you might miss a lot of things. So in as much as the person fears God and is good in character, destiny must also align. Are you listening to me? And sometimes for you to, for the destinies to fit together, it takes time. It takes time, fasting, prayers, a lot of battles, I'm telling you. That's why if you are somebody who falls in love so easily, you need to pray. You just look at the guy saying, you see, you know, take tall, you want lifting metals, kakram, and the boy you could to say, watermelon. So you know, oh, Jesus, this is my speck.
Give me the specs, specs, I see, I don't know. May God help us. Amen. You see, I'm not an old man. <laughs> I'm in my youthful stage. So I know the youth very well. So let me hit on things. Are you listening to me? Especially the lady. I don't know what they do with six packs. Hmm? six. Put the then. Is he a ruminant? Huh? You have the Umasum, Abu Masum, and the other Sums. What will what will six packs do to your destiny? Huh? Oh Yehovah. Yes, yeah, I have found it. Yes, 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 That's what you are trying to say. You saw a lady whose botox is big in Wellie. Some of you can become over spiritual to the point where he's a man of God. Once I get, I will change her. I will change her life. You change her life. No, have you been able to change your own life? The way you love Botox, have you been able to change it? your time oh some of you will not understand these things relax pray are you listening to me yeah some of you and eh? the lady that God actually wants for you you would never like her according to your own plans <laughs> you don't know telling you, some of the men that will help you fulfill destiny, they don't fall into the radar of your own criteria. But they are those ones that will help you. Some of the ladies have flat bottom flask. Some of the men too, there's no Manchester. Everything is flat. We don't use or talks to fulfill destiny. How did we get here? How did we get here? That a good man having a strong destiny will fall because of botox. What is wrong with you? What what have you been feeding your mind with? Huh? What is wrong with us? Now you tell me you don't know you are all human beings, you're a man of God.
Some say now they even call it Nash. The names they have for these things, they are almost same. You know, I, I can tell the family life people, if you marry, you can do a spiritual work on your wife to get the desired body you want without adding any chemical or anything. And I'll, I'll teach the family life people how to do it. That is why we will go for what God wants for us. Here we are. By prayer and by other directions we know. <laughs> we will work on, on our wife's body. We will shape it into the way that she likes it that we also like. What did the children say? So you are not going to change your wife to become a big woman when she doesn't like that. No. What she likes and what I like. If it doesn't manifest at, that, at the beginning, we know how to work on it. That one is, is, is a coded thing for the family life people. Those of you who are now getting it, why? Where your minds are wandering, hmm? still there. Amen. Marry a woman that understands your purpose. Not just understand, but is willing and has the ability and the capacity to help you fulfill it. Some women understand what you have been called to do, but they don't have what it takes to help you do it. They don't have it. They understand what you have been called to do, but they don't have the ability. Some people too have the ability, but they don't understand. So you would need a woman that first understands it, has the ability, and is also willing. Because the Bible said, God is able to do. Said, For it is God who worketh both to will and to do according to his good pleasure. To will. So there is a willingness and there is the doing. Some people have the ability to do, but they are not willing to do it. Some people too are willing to do it, but they do not have the ability. So you need to have the one that has both the ability to do it and is willing to do it. And any woman like that, we say that the heart of the woman is with you. That is one of the greatest blessings you can ever get in this world. When the heart of a good woman is with you, you will never be poor. Even if you cough, prosperity will follow. Are you listening to me? Yes. Right now, the kind of women that we have in our generation, most of them don't know what it means to submit. And some of the men too don't know what it means to sacrifice. You know, some of our mothers, whenever they see something wrong with their husbands, they will sit down in the middle of the night. Some of them will sit down naked in prayer. Father, I come to you as a woman. They will tie something around their, their abdomen and they will be praying. They will be praying. The man will go and come back the next day and kneel down. 
and say, honey, I'm sorry I did this. I'm so sorry. I won't do it again. Then she has her husband back. But in our generation, when you are typing with another lady, your wife will be stretching her neck like giraffe, trying to look at what you are typing. When you send a certain love emoji, why did why, why is it that we have green, white, blue, you sent red? What does it mean? What are you trying to insinuate? <laughs> fire for fire. Fire for fire in the house. Can you all hear me, please? Good. Those of you who are in relationships, listen to me. If you know that you have not yet discovered your purpose, forget about what will happen to your, your partner. When you tell him or her you want to discover purpose, so you should just be apart. Some of you, because of what will happen, because of the emotional things you feel, you have been kept in a wrong relationship for a long time. And all these things are detrimental to destiny. If I say that um, I can't, I want to discover, I don't know, yeah, what will I do? What will he even think of me? See? If you're always like that, you will never fulfill destiny. Are you listening to me? If you know that you are not in the right place of destiny, go to God in prayer. Sometimes, eh, somebody can enter into a relationship. They will first know here, they first didn't even hear from God. But they just entered into the relationship. But then, both of them didn't know what God had prepared for them. But they found themselves in a relationship. Sometimes when they forced to discover what God has prepared for them, they will later realize that both of them are compatible in the area of destiny. The beautiful thing is that they can now hold their hands and continue with the journey they started. But it's not all the time that this happens. Sometimes... 
you would have to let go and discover destiny because it is very, very important to know what God has called you to do and to walk into it than to just get connected to somebody emotionally and feel good. Are you following? Good. Also take note of this. There are many things that are for you, you will never feel good about them. Many things that are for you, that are for your lifting, you will never feel good about them. Because your feelings have been wired in so many reasons and conditions. Are you listening to me? This is the reason why there are some of you, the, your, your partners in relationship right now, you didn't like them from the beginning. You didn't feel good towards them from the beginning. But after some time, things began to, to click. That should let you know that feelings can change. You can alter them with a lot of things. Now, the fact that you feel good towards somebody does not mean that's the best for you. Sometimes if you are not careful, your feeling will be leading you to your early grave. There are times too that when you feel good towards a person, it might be a way that the Holy Ghost is, is talking to you. Emotions are not evil. But then, because we are human beings, at a greater percentage, if we are not careful, our emotions will let us get attached to our distraction. You know that sometimes somebody is, is connected to a married man. A certain young lady is in a relationship with a married man. And when she wants to disconnect, it feels like she's dying. Some of them can even hide and cry. You say, why? No, no, I love him. That stupid love. That mad love. How did he even start from the first place? Knowing that the man is married. Huh? Don't you know that the love that we have towards God increases through knowledge the very day you hear that the person is married you need to kill every feeling you have within you towards the person because if care is not taken and you go ahead with the way you are feeling you end up giving reasons you see you end up giving reasons that sound good to you to be the the, the main motive for which it is good for you to be with the man are you listening to me? Many people have gotten to that point. And they start, they start giving nonsense reasons. Your life is supposed to be regulated by the word of God as a child of God. You don't do what you feel good. You don't do what you feel. You do what the word of the Lord says. If you have not come to the point where the word is your absolute authority, you will miss a lot of things. You will start living like the world and, and defend yourself with we are all humans. Are you listening to me? 
So now that you have discovered your destiny, start praying through things. Don't be desperate. When somebody comes around you, use the destiny God has set for you as a litmus test to decode whether the person falls in that lane. You might not like the teacher of the person. Maybe the person is very short or so tall, like my son Justin, very tall. If you don't like tall guys, if you don't like the horny hot people, you like some of you like short. You want short people. I don't know why you you like short people. For your own reasons, I don't know. Yeah, some ladies they like short guys. So I'm not going to reform, sir. Hey, the guy in the reform, sir. I know you just said the nature was as I say you. Let me move a picture. That's an abuse to the manhood of of the man. <laughs> But you almost see a tinting for the broken heart. Has anybody experienced that before? Yeah, hey, someone said true, pa. <laughs> May the Lord show us mercy. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Don't say, Papa, I have a Hey, tall guys. Are you tall guys? Some, somebody says, Some of these tall guys are rather tall guides. They will just lead you to some place and drop you there. They will just guide you in the tour. Hey! Alright, Sammy. All this, it is by the leading of the Spirit. Yes. That is why I told you the best thing to, to have is the ability to hear God for yourself. Once you are able to know that, when the time is due, the Lord will let you know. But the thing is, are you listening to me? Let me tell you one truth that is in marriage. It doesn't matter the person you meet and start a relationship with. When you enter into marriage, don't relax. Are you listening to me? Even though the person you have married has a certain impact on how your marriage will be like. But then don't still relax because the devil is also at work. A man that feared God yesterday can change. All of a sudden, because of things 
and circumstances. So we don't just say this person is good, so that is all. No. That's why marriages work. The good person you saw, make sure you make you keep him in that good realm till you finish the marriage in heaven. Are you listening to me? Because if you relax, something might happen. Something might go wrong. Some of them, the enemy will try, but it will take a long time before he gets some of the men to do something negative. Some of the men to see Some of them to try But then they are all based on how these people want to obey the voice of God. Are you listening to me? Good. So please, don't joke. Eh? The person can be so good, you fear God. But fire prayer. Because some of you know your husbands. Plenty ladies loved him before he got married to you. And some of the ladies, yeah, I know daughters. They will never let him be, even though he's married. Some of them, when they even see that you have a ring on your finger as a married man, now, as a wife, if you see that this is the issue that is going on, don't shift the whole thing to your husband. They say, you, you're always talking to those young, young girls. Because at that moment, you, you are the one that is supposed to save your husband in prayer. Are you listening to me? Don't joke. That's why prayer, the marriage is work. We don't shift. Do it. If you catch this revelation, it will help your marriage. I'm telling you. You said, eh, the man is supposed to be the priest of the house, but this man doesn't pray. He doesn't even study the word of God. This, this, and you are there. It is your work. You are the one supposed to do it. So if you don't do it, fine, then we are all there. The devil will strike your marriage and you will be shocked. If he fails to do it, take the cross and do it. Are you listening to me? Mostly when I'm talking, I, 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 want, to, I, want, I want the ladies to, to behave in a certain godly way that will help them. I know how to talk to the men. When you get a good and responsible man who fears God, your marriage will be blessed. But it's not an automatic thing. But the enemy will always launch missiles against your marriage. When they realize that the stronghold of the family is their man. They will come after him. So don't joke as a woman. Are you listening to me? Because the man is a frontliner and all the time he's at the front. The attacks will mostly come after him because they know once his finances go down, some of you who from say king, you start losing respect for him. There's a problem somewhere. Are you listening to me? So, we will tell you that marry a man that fears God, marry a man that does this, marry a man that does that. All those things are very good. In fact, they will help you in how your marriage will look like. But, they are not automatic. That you got a man that feared God and married him last two years does not mean for the rest of your life 
your marriage will be bed of roses. I'm telling you, it is not like that. It is a continuous work. Even though the man fears God, and he has never purposed, it doesn't even cross his mind to cheat on you. Some men will never cheat on you with, their, with that state of mind they have at that present moment. But it still doesn't mean that your marriage has automatically worked. Marriage is not wedding, which we do it for a few hours. Marriage is eternal. We, we are into it. It's everlasting. It's and the enemy will come after the marriage. Every marriage will go through series of tests. Series, not one. Series of tests. Some of the tests, it will be a financial issue that will come. And you will get the one that will react. It might be the lady. Some of the tests, some women will start chasing your husband. A whole lot of things will pop up against the marriage. That is your ability to understand the will of God and also be willing to go by it. And the holding of both of your hands to fire prayer that will help you. Eleven. Hey, well, how are you? Can we meet? Then you have to continue. Are you listening to me? I want you to know marriage is a good thing. I'm telling you. Marriage is a good thing. Very, very good. You let's put the romantic side. But not every time that you'll be going to Jerusalem in your marriage. You can ask those who have been in marriage for 10 years, 15 years, they will tell you. You can ask the man of God, Apostle Edmund Adam, Adam Fopa, he will tell you. At a point, sexual intimacy is not even on their mind. The issues that will pop up, I'm telling you, Some of you think that when you marry your child, then when we are married, they just every day, ah, one time for your man. You are not serious. This one will not talk plenty. The only thing we say is marry and see. Right, marry and see. Now, some people, the very moment they marry, no, traveling door will open for one of their partner. Partner will call. Eight years. <laughs> that is when you will know that Kuntu Blanket move here. I'm telling you. So at that point, you realize that your ability to control your sexual edge, if you learned it when you were single, that is when you will get the use of it. Because if you are, many people have cheated on their spouses when traveling doors opened, when distance came into their marriage. Many people cheated. 
but they were not able to control their sexual edge. Amen. Those of you who are married, let me tell you this. Your marriage will prosper in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Whilst you are saying the amen, also tell God to help you to do your part. Are you listening to me? Yes. Your marriage will prosper. No demon, no witch can bring separation in your marriage. Once you are saying the amen, also work on it. Are you listening to me? Mamima wa poba kubi. Always, as a married man or woman, put this at the back of your mind. Always make up your mind that I will be the one that will say sorry first whenever something goes wrong, whether it is from me or not. I will be the one that will kneel down first and say, honey, I'm sorry. It does not reduce anointing. It does not destroy anything. It opens the treasures of heaven for the reign of peace to fall in the house. Yeah? If this is your plan, and maybe your man, your husband also has that plan, the beautiful thing is that one day maybe he will speak against you in a way. You will not be happy. But quickly you, you, you understand, ah, I said that I will be the one to say sorry. Once you're about to say sorry, you also kneel down and say sorry. That atmosphere alone, Nigeria for Nadia movie. Korea for Nyahona. Nobody be here. Nobody India for the slow Honon quad down for 20 minutes. No more bonum. Nahi, Nahi. Hallelujah. I'm telling you. So do, it will help you. Yeah? Sometimes in marriage, listen to me carefully. Things might pop up like arguments. Are you listening to me? Sometimes you know very well that you are right. But it looks like your husband is trying to prove stubborn. And mostly what some of the women do is that they want to prove her that they are right. Sometimes, whom proving who's aware well, right in you, you know. That's the time you will know that you are right. You don't get what I'm saying. Eh? This is the reason why in marriage, when arguments pop up, what we are looking for is peace. So even if you have the one they are doing the wrong thing to, be the one to settle the matter to bring peace. The world will call you a fool. Let me tell you, if you listen to these voices, you will break your home. And once that thing happens, you might bring distraction to your own family. 
be the one to always bring peace. Are you listening to me? Sometimes when you go out, people celebrate you. Hey, they be the man of God, man of God. But when you come home, so when you even make a mistake, you want your wife to even beg you. Because you are using the same approach. You see, that kind of atmosphere. Your wife is not your church member. Your wife is not your daughter in the Lord. She's your wife, a co-heir with Christ. She can tell you if you have done wrong. Your wife knows that there is an anointing on you as a pastor. But then when it comes to a husband, it is not by anointing. So she must relate with you as a husband. At a point, she can switch and relate with you as a man of God. She can benefit from both. You don't expect your wife to always see you as a prophet every time. Then why, did, why didn't you command your babies to enter your wife's womb? But when you wanted babies there, you were trying to... What? Prophet Ben, yes, a prophet. No, the only... Come What you are going to do to your wife over there is called the duty of a husband. The moment you switch to a husband, understand, she's a wife. There are many things you need to understand in that dimension. And for prophet summoning Koho. Are you listening to me? Many men of God have failed in their marriages because they are carrying this prophetic, prophetic thing into their matrimonial home. I'm telling you the truth. We don't marry by prophetic anointing. So learn. Amen. I think God is helping many of us today. Let me say this thing. Eh? Don't conclude on your spouse. Some of you make statements like, man of God, this man, he will never change you. The way he has made up his mind to do this, he won't change. He won't change. Don't conclude. Are you listening to me? Because the very moment you make a conclusive statement like that, your, your behavior towards your husband will change and it will also be concluded. There is no body in this world that cannot change. Are you listening to me? There is no body in this world that cannot change. Your husband fell into adultery. That is the only issue. You want antenna to hear. You want mommy Efe to sound the thing everywhere. The way that the way I hate that thing, almost all the things they brought to that place, it never worked. Say be biakwa. But bonte the can say munu say we are wearing a gukwa. I be seeing too much gufin wa bonte. Be a huwa no. They see you in a different way. But I'm saying that you set up a radio station. So 
And when you listen to the way they will be asking the questions, as you do, look at that. Mami Penny and Kabusiemu, who now you see, see, and I hear. And those people are there thinking they are solving marital issues, but they are rather destroying them. May God have mercy. Hallelujah. Now let me tell you one thing. If you are a husband, if you want to be a husband, if you want to be a good husband, let me give you one secret also. Your decision should not always be final. Some of you might not get what I'm saying. Let me help you. Are you listening to me? We are men. Naturally, there is this egoistic thing in us. We always want to prove that we are men. But a man that has allowed the Holy Ghost to work on him will look like a woman at a point. That is the working of the Holy Ghost. You now you insult yourself. But if you just get a bit close to the voice of the Spirit, you know you are the wisest person ever. Sometimes, oh honey, I wanted to buy something. Oh, what do you suggest? Okay, I think that one will not work. Oh, you let's try this. Sir, okay. So, maybe can be better. Oh no, honey. I think this one, this, this, this. Oh, okay. Now, when we bring the pros and cons together, I think what you are saying will be better. So, please, um, you know, let's, let's go by your, your own way. <laughs> now, the very moment you do that, you don't know what you have done. There is a way the woman will begin to feel within herself. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> but there are some of the men, whatever you say is final. May the Lord help us. Young ladies, if you want to be a wife, let me help you. Are you listening to me? Always note one thing. What a man wants. If you want the best in a man, give him peace. First. That peace must come out of respect. If you want the best of a man, Give him peace. And there is a way to give a man peace. Women, there is an inbuilt thing within you for you to know that when things are not going well for your husband, you can pick it. 
Maybe you saw something that your husband did that was wrong. He returned from work, you know that financially, so at least his demeanor has changed. That's not the time to push the matter to him. So, aha, I could see Papa, Papa at Nassi. Me no one come up, I could see Papa, I could see Papa saying. Relax. Relax. Let him be okay. Sometimes just at all. And it looks like you are not okay. What is the matter? Let him voice out something. If he doesn't want to talk, wait for him to be okay. Let him say it. Settle that matter first before you bring your wahala. Are you listening to me? Let me say something that will help all those who want to be good wives. There is something about women. When financially things don't go well for a woman, and the moment it enters into the emotions, it will affect every area of her life. When your husband says something bad to you, it can affect every area of your life. Even when the time comes for you to go to Jerusalem, all the feeling and all those things will disappear. You will lock the biochemical secretions in your corners. You will be too, with the padlock be too. But men are not naturally like that. Are you listening to me? A man will be suffering financially. Things will not be going well. But as for Jerusalem, he will go. Because the places where the biochemical secretions are, but women are not like that. You know, sometimes in the very act, when the man says something against the woman, he can just all of a sudden take away all the feeling and everything. What am I trying to say? Mostly when a woman is under stress, it will show up in her academic performance, it will show up in her health, it will show up in her... You see, some of them, there are some ladies, they are very good. Academically, very good. But... When they begin to flop, you know that there is an issue. To become a relationship matter. It has affected academics. It has affected the way they even talk to people. The moment something negative and emotional happens to a woman, it affects every area of their life. Now listen, this thing should not be. There must be a change. Are you listening to me? Don't accept this to be the norm of life. It will destroy you. I'm telling you the truth. There are moments that what your husband will say to you, you will get angry. You will not feel to have any intimate relationship with him. But that very moment, if you don't have that intimate relationship, your marriage will be destroyed. You might not know what the enemy is planning. I said this to a certain woman one time, she said, man of God, this is difficult. 
this is difficult. The way my husband has been treating me, pa. Then he wants to come and sleep with me, and I will allow him just, man of God, like it will not come naturally, man of God. I said, you need to work on yourself. If you want to be a good wife, learn this. Amen. You know some of you are now doing that, Charlie. When they say, I need you to get Weddings, no, we need a Wedding is not marriage. You enter the marriage and see. When you hear that somebody has been married for three months, hey, clap your hands, oh. Clap your hands, oh, ye people. <laughs> you don't know. Some women want their husbands to pay money before they sleep with them. You are a prostitute. If you are like that. Only go my difference be any. Mm, that's the truth. I'm not lying, you know. Prostitutes normal charge before the what kind of life is that? Some say money in the hand, back in the ground. What is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? Some of you, that's, that's the way we, we need to talk. Some of you will not repent. Young boy, you are in a relationship with three girls because they are saying you are a nice guy. You have a beard. You have five five. Huh? What is wrong with us? May the Lord help us. Young lady, when somebody says, I love you, now, so This stage of your life, I love you, moves you, sir, you want to die. What is wrong with at this stage? Hey, you know destiny at all? You have to come to a point where when a man wants to say, I love you, and her career was so. This lady, I don't know. She do not know how to do it. But some of you in this learn, learn. Carry yourself well. Are you listening to me? Some of the ladies, you don't even know how to laugh in public. You see, my ladies, we're in the 
do you want to say? Kaswa or what? In public. Young lady. Huh? There's a way to laugh. Are you, are, you, are you getting it? Don't laugh like a witch. <laughs> are you a witch? You some of you? <laughs> that is that is witchcraft laughter. Laugh well, laugh well. I know when you're a but still, yes. <laughs> I know this thing I'm saying, many of you young ladies, you, you fall short. Because some of you don't know how to laugh. Now some of you, you lost a good man because of the way you were laughing. The Lord bless you and keep all of you strong. It is my prayer that the hand of the Lord will be strong upon your lives in the name of Jesus. Your marriage will be a blessing. The enemy will not touch your marriage in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Any marriage that is going through stress, any marriage that is going through the attacks of the enemy, be it financially, be it emotionally, psychologically, by the power of the Holy Ghost, I cut off the hand of the enemy from your marital destiny. I prophesy that your marital glory has been revealed in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Those of you believing God to enter into new relationships, I pray you will not fall into the hands of an ungodly man or woman. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, the blessings of the Lord will be upon you. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus.
bless you and keep all of you strong in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Your marriage is blessed. Your marriage is blessed. I said your marriage is blessed in the name of Jesus. Your marriage is blessed with children. Your marriage is blessed with financial lifting. Your marriage is blessed with the favor of the Lord in the name of Jesus. Any attack against your marriage, let it be aborted. Those planning to get married, I pray for you. May the Lord open financial doors unto you. Any attack that will come from your families against your marriage, we command those attacks to that in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus you will marry well and I pray that the grace and the strength to fight and keep your marriage in its sanity may God release that grace upon you you will not give up along the way you will not give up along the way the Lord will help you he will grant you the grace to uphold that which he has given to you there is a reward for those that will stand in marriage till the time Jesus called them home. There is a reward for those ones that will fulfill God's original purpose for marriage. And I pray you will not miss that reward. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. May the Lord help you to stand and open greater doors for you. Those of you whose times are due for marriage. Let doors open in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh you will marry well. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep all of you strong. Please let's take note. God willing this Monday we are starting a seven day fast. This Monday we are starting a seven day fast. So please let's get ready. It is going to be massive. Hallelujah. We are going to pray through the promises of God. I'm telling you. And we are going to engage in from the first to the fifth day which is Monday to Friday, we are going to engage in six to six moment of fasting. Are you listening to me? So please, let's take note. Monday to Friday is six to six. That means we are going to come here 12 and close around two. Then we come back by 5 p.m. Are you listening to me? So please, let's get ready. The Lord bless you. And if there is any token or direction that the Lord will command us to, to bring, I will let all of us know. The Lord bless you and favor you all in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Please, Coco, I'm praying for you. May the hand of the Lord touch you right now. May the healing power of God come upon you. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. you if you feel led by the spirit to release any seed the number is 0240 all right i'm praying over the share butter right now by the power of the holy ghost let this token receive the power of god 
in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. This token is hereby declared to be the balm of Gilead. Wherever it is applied, may the power of God be made manifest in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. God bless you and keep all of you strong in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. God bless you and keep all of you strong. Please, I'm going to meet the covenant partners. It's been a long time we met. God bless you. The Lord bless you all in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Please, um, the Lord has laid something on my heart and um, I'm preparing for one Saturday that I will meet some people one-on-one if there is it's going to be a counseling session. Can you all hear me, please? I'm, I'm believing God for one of the Saturdays. I will make the time for a counseling session from morning from 8 a.m. to maybe 2 p.m. I will sit down and have one-on-one chat with people. It might be on Zoom. It is going to be one-on-one. No two people will be on the same session. And please, take note. I'm not, I'm not taking money. I beg. To be catch yourself, oh, that prophecy says in Obwa, or a baby for Oba, in Fino. Are you listening to me? Good. It is the Lord who laid it on my heart. And I believe that there are many of you um, who need God to touch in that special way. So um, I'm going to fix the time. I will let you all know. I'm believing God if it happens next week, Saturday, I'll be very, very excited, which will be the same fasting season. But then I will let you know um, whatever the Lord says. The Lord bless you and keep all of you strong. Some of you just want to know the mind of God concerning certain areas. Sometimes when the prophecy comes, they are general. You might not really, you know, hear a specific word concerning that side. And then in counseling sessions, God can actually let us know that specific word. So please, I will let all of us know. Hallelujah. All right. God bless you. God bless you. Um, Grace, you can call around 4 p.m., okay? You can call around 4 p.m. God bless you. The Lord bless you all and keep all of you strong. I'm blessed to have you all. God bless you. I pray that whatever you are believing God for, his mercies and grace will speak for you to walk into them. In Jesus' precious mighty name, amen. Please, if you are in Cape Coast, if you are in Accra, if you are around Cape Coast, this evening we are meeting for our prayer and prophetic service. Make sure you join us. 
the Lord bless you and favor you all in the name of the Lord Jesus. We shall meet. Shalom. Bye-bye. Please, if you feel led by the Spirit to release any seed, the number is 024031251. We shall meet. Shalom. Bye-bye. Yes.